We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for July 5th, 2021. We're going to massively switch gears here. And uh, the title of this part, let me just look here. As Americans are now living under foreign occupation, China is coming. Very switching gears here. So um, we're going to play a pretty good amount of this because a lot of important things are covered here. And uh, this is Mike Adams going to let him speak on this. Welcome to the Situation Update, Monday, June 28th, 2021. Mike Adams here. Thank you for joining me. I hope you had a good weekend. Hope you got some things done because <laughs> what's coming, I, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin. But I always have clarity after a weekend off. I don't know about you, but for some reason, the Monday podcast always, at least in my mind, it seems to bring together uh, a lot more of a bigger picture understanding of where things are. And today is no exception to that. Uh, what, what, I've, what I'm really going to cover here is that America is an enemy-occupied nation right now. We're living under enemy occupation. And the enemy is, of course, the CCP, the Communist Chinese Party. And, uh, and by the way, when I use the word China, that's what I mean, the CCP. I don't have anything against the, the Chinese people. In fact, we'd love to set the Chinese people free. But the CCP is the enemy of humanity and the enemy of the world. And they now run the United States. The CCP has infiltrated every institution in this country. And we are now living under, in essence, military occupation because our military is now taking orders directly from the CCP to root out all the patriots, all the, all the people who believe in the Constitution, the Second Amendment, the First Amendment, people who love America, people who love Trump, people who even love the military are being rooted out. And Biden's being ordered to initiate a false flag event to achieve gun confiscation so that America can be disarmed before the Chinese invade via a pending land invasion. So I've got a special report today after the main podcast here. And the special report is about how gun confiscation is, uh, well, it's been ordered by the CCP in order to prepare America for a Chinese land invasion. Okay, so that's the special report. Now, in terms of the normal situation update here, it's going to be a little bit shorter format for the foreseeable future because I'm spending more time on audiobooks and preparedness uh, research and uh, working on different products and so on. I mean, reviewing products. So I'll have more videos for you coming up. I'm also doing some research on uh, COVID, COVID swabs and things like that. So uh, I'm going to have a little bit shorter format from here forward, at least as far as I can tell, if I can manage it. But I do want to mention then for the main thrust of today's message just how much we have already been conquered. America has been conquered by the Communist Chinese Party through the meticulous infiltration over four decades, the infiltration and conquering of universities, of big tech, is all run by China now. And by the way, uh, YouTube is now removing videos that expose human rights violations in China. So you can't even criticize China on YouTube now. Because YouTube is an extension of China, of, of the Communist Chinese. And Google's run by the Communist Chinese. Facebook, same thing. Twitter, run by the Communist Chinese now. They also run, of course, the universities. They run Hollywood. They run 
science and medicine. They control the WHO. They control the CDC. Chinese spies have infiltrated Emory University that provides most of the staff to the CDC. And this is how the CDC was able to cover up the Chinese launching of the coronavirus biological weapon, which was the first step in a multi-vector, unrestricted warfare assault on the United States of America. So the CCP controls nearly everything, including the media, of course, which covers up for communist China. Plus, they've infiltrated professional sports, the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL. They all work for China now. Nike, even. Over the weekend, this came out. Let's see if I can find this. Nike has gone all in with communist China. The CEO of Nike says that Nike is, that the entire corporation is a, quote, brand of China and says that it is of China and for China. So Nike is now basically pledging allegiance to the communist Chinese. If, if you are buying anything that's emblazoned with the Nike brand, you are basically saying that you endorse communism and torture and organ harvesting and all the things that go on in communist China. Forced labor camps, slave labor, the executions of political dissidents, and so on. So Nike is now synonymous with communist China and synonymous with human rights violations and uh, torture, rape, murder, organ harvesting, all of that. That's Nike. And they, they, they've come out and openly admitted, essentially, that that's their brand. Nike's a brand of China and for China. But it's not just Nike and, and big tech. It's also Amazon. Amazon makes money selling Chinese goods with U.S. Postal Service subsidies, where it's cheaper to ship something from China to the United States than it is to ship something across the United States because of these crazy postal subsidies that were put in place decades ago. But Amazon allows Chinese companies to sell counterfeit products that, that completely counterfeit into the United States more cheaply than the original products and also with cheaper shipping from China. So Amazon basically is a, it's kind of like an eBay for China. And Amazon's fine with that. They don't care about the fact that half the things on their site are counterfeit because Amazon's making money by doing business with China. And this is true across most of corporate America. They're all making money doing business with China. So they don't care that they are sacrificing America or that they are in bed with the enemy. They don't care. They want to keep the money rolling so they're willing to sacrifice the American people, American ideals, and even the nation of America itself. I mean, look at Mitch McConnell, you know, the, the GOP Senate leader, Mitch McConnell, all in bed with China. His wife, the family business, the shipping companies, everything, all in bed with China. Look at Hunter Biden. Billion-dollar investment deal with China. China owns Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. China owns the Democrat Party. They own Pelosi. They own Governor Newsom of California. We're going to talk a lot more about Biden being owned by China. Yeah, they own Governor Brown. They own most of the governors, about 40 of them, and they own most of the senators. Because it's all about money. 
So China has infiltrated and taken over the United States now. They just haven't kicked it into the kinetic phase yet because from China's point of view, that's just the cleanup. They've already conquered America by destroying the First Amendment. Next, they're going for the Second Amendment. They've launched the biological weapons. They've crushed the economy. They rigged the elections. They stole the White House. They control the president. They control the science journals. They control the universities. They control the CDC. They control big pharma, big tech, big media, everything. The kinetic phase is just the cleanup phase. But you see, in order to complete the kinetic phase, they have... The kinetic phase, when he says that, that means they, they come in with the guns to impose their will. ...have gun confiscation. That's what, what my special report is about. They've got to disarm America. Right. But I do want to say on the record that every person now who works for Facebook or Google or YouTube or Twitter, every person who works for those companies is committing treason. They are complicit in these attacks on America, the totalitarian censorship that was ordered by China and then carried out by these tech companies. A person who works for those companies is working for the communist crushing of America. Any person who works for the left-wing media that's controlled by China is committing treason. Any lawmaker who's working for communist China and attempting to help them overthrow America is committing treason. And it goes on and on. Many more examples of this. Every vaccine pusher, you know, every person that covered up the bioweapons attack from China and so on, they're all committing treason against the United States. And they're doing it for money. They're doing it for profit. And they will eventually, if, if China succeeds, they will be destroyed. Because China does not believe in coexistence. China believes in domination and extermination. And that's clear if you understand the Chinese culture and their plan, the 100-year plan that began with the communist takeover of China right around 1949, their 100-year plan uh, taking us into 2049. And look how close we are to that now, roughly 30 years away. And China has achieved extraordinary things by stealing intellectual property, stealing secrets, stealing capital, manipulating their currency, intimidating lawmakers in the United States, bribing governors, doing, uh, launching businesses with prominent politicians or their family members like Hunter Biden, China has carried out the better part of a hundred year plan to completely take over and dominate the world and to take down its competitors or enemies, which is the United States. So even those people who think they're going along with China, who think that they're doing business with China, the Chinese, the communist Chinese plan is to exterminate them as well. Now, what's interesting about the history of all this, if you want to understand context, is that throughout the history of the 20th, uh, well, 19th and 20th centuries, China was, in fact, uh, bullied by the world, right? Look, look at what the British Empire did to China with opium addiction and controls and uh, forced monopolies over international shipping and trade. Look at what Japan did to China in World War II. The torture, the rape, 
the destruction. China has been, in fact, a victim of international attacks and warfare by some, some pretty evil empires over the years. Of course, China had its own internal warfare and it has its own internal evil political leaders, as it seems every culture does. But China, when, when the communists took over around 1949, somewhere in that culture they decided that they were never going to be victimized again and that they were going to conquer the world and destroy any possibility of them being uh, disrespected or bullied and that their plan was to restore China's place on the world stage as the dominant culture of planet Earth. And in order to do that, they knew they could not face the might of the British military or the American military. They couldn't fight it out hand-to-hand -hand or you know, rifle-to-rifle -rifle or even ship-to-ship. -ship. Instead, over the years, China figured out how to carry out or how to wage it's called unrestricted warfare. And the Chinese military strategists who came up with this, and I think, I think the most famous document on that was published in the 1990s, by the way, uh, unrestricted warfare. It means that you don't have to conquer your enemy by shooting them, at least not at first. Instead, you infiltrate them through unrestricted warfare. You wage economic warfare, cultural warfare. You infiltrate and influence the media, the science institutions. You send students into the United States to learn all the secrets of the sciences of engineering, medicine, uh, biotech. And then those secrets come back to China. And then you do business with Westerners so that they share their secrets with you, being you being China in this case, they share secrets of how to manufacture things, how to make military weapons, how to make microchips, make exotic polymers, how to manufacture things. And then China, over the years, took over all of this manufacturing, leading us to the point where the United States makes almost nothing. And China manufactures almost everything, including the components that go into the U.S. military and its weapon systems and navigation systems and naval vessels, you know, airplanes, everything. So, we now have a situation where China runs the manufacturing of the world for the most part, and China uh, dominates the media, the culture, Hollywood, big tech. China controls the censorship. And now they can shut off any voices of patriotism in America, which is exactly what big tech has been doing since about 2015, 2016. This is part of the totalitarian cultural sweeping of America into left-wing communism to silence voices that support the Constitution, because China abhors the idea of a constitution. China does not believe in individual rights of any kind. China doesn't believe in freedom of religion, freedom of speech, certainly not a second amendment, not even the fifth amendment, fourth amendment. No, China is a surveillance police state, a totalitarian regime where you have no right to speak out against the regime. You have no right to exercise religion. You have no right to silence. You have no right to the privacy of your own thoughts. 
you are constantly surveilled and controlled by the regime. And that's exactly what they've been pushing into the United States, which is why the key teams who work at Facebook, the ones that built the algorithms of censorship that are deployed in the United States, those are Chinese nationals because they use China as the testing ground for surveillance and censorship and, and AI-powered uh, pattern recognition to determine who are the political enemies of the regime in power. And they've now applied that through America's social media in order to crush America. And by rigging the election in 2020, which of course was only possible because they released the biological weapon, and then they, China was involved in the remote uh, alteration of votes in real time with the voting machines in order to rig the election, then they were able to install Joe Biden in the White House who's taking orders from China. That, that's basically a Chinese puppet in the White House. The important thing to realize here is that all these corporations and financial interests and so on that, that support China today, they know China engages in torture and organ harvesting and slave labor. These same corporations like Nike, and the banking institutions, and Facebook, and so on, listen carefully, they will absolutely support the rape and torture and executions of Americans in America. The Americans who, who stand against the regime that is run by communist China. So understand, Facebook will absolutely support the torture and murder of American citizens. Nike will absolutely support slave labor camps in America, as long as they're making Nike shoes. And if you don't think that that's true, if you don't believe that, you need to learn about the prison system in America and all the corporations that make billions of dollars through prison wage manufacturing in America, which is like, what, 50 cents a day or something? I don't, I don't, or, I don't know what the wages are, a dollar a day. But the only thing cheaper than that is slave labor. And that's where they're going. The corporations want slave labor. The corporations don't care about your rights. And I'm talking about the banking corporations, the consumer goods corporations, the technology companies, you know, all of it, the entertainment companies, Disney, all of it. They will absolutely support the murder, the rape, the torture, the mass killing of Americans. Okay, so I fast forwarded ahead because, you know, it's like 54 minutes. And um, I'm going to play about another uh, eight minutes or so of a special report he does a little bit later in the same audio. So I'm going to go ahead and start that now. Welcome to this urgent special report on gun confiscation and the coming false flag attack. <clears throat> this is Mike Adams, the Health Ranger here, founder of Brighteon.com. As you know, I interview a lot of people, people with access to uh, dissidents from China, you know, people such as J.R. Nyquist and uh, analysts and inside sources and sometimes i get contacted by uh, deep government sources who happen to be you know friends of america still within the system and from putting together all these pieces of the puzzle what's clear to me right now is that a false flag attack that's going to uh, be used to take the guns and and it will by the way it will be very bloody the deep state will make sure that they kill maybe hundreds of people, that this attack is a necessary step for the China-controlled United States government to move into full-blown uh, dictatorship and, and fascism. 
Because the goal here in the United States, among those who are working for China, which is the Biden regime and many governors and most of the Senate and so on, their goal is to turn America over to communist Chinese control. The CCP has infiltrated every institution in America, from the Senate, uh, Congress, to the media, to the science establishment. Big tech, of course, is completely run by communist China. I don't know if you heard, but Google uh, slash YouTube is now censoring videos that show the human rights abuses of the CCP in China. So YouTube's just covering up for China's crimes against humanity. But China has infiltrated the banking and finance institutions, Hollywood, uh, professional sports, and just about everything else, universities, you name it. And they've been doing this for about 40 years. And they've reached a point now where they believe they need to escalate their attacks on the continental United States through a land invasion. And the release of the coronavirus bioweapon was just one step in this attack. So World War III is upon us. The biowarfare was launched in late 2019, but that was just chapter one of a much larger World War III attack on the United States. And what's coming next is a land invasion. Well, not immediately next, but this is part of their plan, a coming land invasion of the United States. So after they weaken the U.S. economically and weaken the U.S. with the bioweapons and through internal strife and pushing race wars, which is, of course, hyped up by the, the communist-controlled media, you know, the New York Times, USA Today, CNN, and so on, they're all run by communist China. I mean, heck, the New York Times and Washington Post accept advertising money from the Chinese Communist Party to run full-page op-ed articles talking about how wonderful communist China is. Uh, that, that's how crazy this is. But in order for them to... I, I can remember, it wasn't too long ago, that I saw a... There was a picture that one of these mainstream, big-time, I don't know, like news affiliate guys. He wasn't like a local news. He's like national. I forget who it was. But it was a picture of him in his living room. And in the back was a picture of like... I don't like one of the communist Chinese leaders, like something you see a Chinese person who was totally brainwashed would hang in their house. It was like over his mantle. So there's a lot of people super. We'd be amazed if we knew how many people were totally super on board with China and in lockstep with their satanic agenda. Seed in the land invasion, they need to first take away the guns. So the U.S. regime currently in power, the Marxists who stole the election and installed their fake president in the White House, they have been ordered to, well, a couple of things. I mean, number one, they were ordered to achieve a 70% vaccination rate among U.S. adults because this is the extermination weapon that they know will kill tens of millions of Americans and they want to kill as many people as possible. And you'll notice that the blood clots in the vaccines are killing young, able-bodied men. Those are the, the category of men who would normally be included in a draft, a national... He said the blood clots in the vaccines. He meant the blood clots being caused from the vaccines. Particularly the worst one for that is AstraZeneca. That's the main one that causes 
the blood clots, which because the spike proteins are attacking the ACE2 receptors that line the blood vessels and the heart. And this is why um, different vaccines kind of tend to do different things. But th those are the ones where you're really going to see a lot of blood clots. Now, all of them can do that. I just, f I think from the, um, <clears throat> the feedback, the statistics that I've seen, AstraZeneca seems to be the worst on that in that particular category defense draft in an act of defense against a, a warfare so i think it's no coincidence that these vaccines are killing young able-bodied men by the way but that's just step one mass murder of the american people through vaccines and that's why biden has been pushing that and that's why biden and harris have tried to achieve the 70 percent milestone of uh, vaccinations among adults the second step is to take away the guns and this is this is going to happen imminently within the next few months almost certainly you're going to see a major false flag attack carried out by the deep state right. against an innocent group almost certainly an ethnic minority group people of color it, it might be asians it might be against black americans might be against Hispanics. It's, it's going to be targeted to an ethnic group in order to blame, of course, Trump supporters, gun owners, and white supremacy. So even if they have to hire crisis actors and fake the whole thing, right? they will do that because they've got now total control. And this is why I have that on the prayer list that we prayed initially the, for any false flag attempts, attempts against the anti-vaxxers, against the Christians, against, you know pro-constitution that 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 god annihilate thwart destroy expose any false flag attempt because that will be I, I would imagine that would be the main way they could get the un troops on our streets that they could get you know us under martial law something like that and then that would be the way they would the justification for to initiate door-to-door -door gun confiscation if it was something supposedly egregious enough that they could blame on you know all the, the 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 right essentially i mean trump supporters christians pro second amendment pro constitution it'll be something that they'll have to be able to blame collectively on all of us and demonize all of us regardless of your of your skin color to the fullest extent possible that would be if you were satan that's probably what I mean, if I were Satan, that's what I would do. I'm not I'm not Satan, but I'm just saying. That would seem to make the most sense. And this is why I'm saying for us to actively pray against that. Over big tech, total control over the media. They, they will push out a false narrative. I mean, whatever it takes, crisis actors, you name it. But something big, massive, with hundreds of deaths is being planned by the deep state because... They need a narrative. They need the emotional outcry in order to convince the GOP senators to sign on to a gun control bill. We're all on that. That They're just two sides of the same coin. But they're saying, what he's saying is if it's something egregious enough that even, you know, they can get on board. That's what they're waiting for. The same thing took place back in the 1990s when Clinton was trying to push the assault weapons ban, which did pass in 1994 with the help of the GOP. What did they do? 
Well, they ran the Oklahoma City bombing. Right. That was run by the FBI. They recruited Timothy McVeigh as a patsy. Yes. And then, of course, they set the building with explosives and they, they ran the whole operation. Right. And that's no longer even a conspiracy theory now. Uh, everybody knows that the FBI runs these ops, you see. So they're going to run another op and they're going to blame white uh, gun owners, maybe veterans, Trump supporters, but definitely white people. And they will make sure they use, you know, AR pistols with arm braces because they want to be sure to ban that or maybe 3D printed guns or guns made from 80% lowers so they can be called ghost guns, etc. Anything they want to ban is going to be used in this false flag, you know, fictional attack scenario so that they can roll out that narrative. It's like, oh my God, we got to ban ghost guns. We got to ban AR pistols. We got to ban 3D printed guns, whatever. But most importantly, they, the powers that be in the United States, you know, the, the, the traitors in charge are working for China and that disarming the American people is a necessary step for China to launch its land attack on the United States. They dare not attack the United States when the people still have their AR-15s. Why? Well, for obvious reasons, not just ARs too, it's long range hunting rifles and so on. The American people are capable of fighting back, especially when defending their country against a foreign invader. And any foreign invader that would try to take over the United States, whether it be China or United Nations troops or, or whoever, would face uh, basically a guerrilla warfare in the United States with the American people now fighting for their very survival, the, the defense of their land. And in those circumstances, people fight with every last fiber of their being. There's no reason to ever surrender or back down. You're, you're, you're defending your family, your land, your future, your nation. You, you got to go all out in defense at that point. So this is where we're at. And I, I you know, when I heard that last eight minutes I just played, I really felt like I needed to play that because that really brings things into focus. This is the plan. I've been warning about this for years regarding a Chinese invasion commingled with Russia, commingled with all the Muslim fifth column sleeper cells that have been here for decades, commingled with the Mexican um, drug gangs and, and how they're going to be utilized with that and i'm sure they'll coordinate it with lgbtq black lives matter and antifa um there's going to be there's going to be a lot of different moving parts to this and this is why you know for us to pray against it for us to be aware of it uh to be prepared in whatever way god is convicting you to deal with this um i'm going to go ahead and go further here <clears throat> and here's just more confirmation Creepy Joe pervert Biden received over $50 million from China after his presidential campaign announcement. Did you know that? Biden is comfortably in the back pocket of the CCP. Fox News has reported another article to add to the pile of Joe Biden's shady dealings with foreign superpowers for personal gain. We know about Hunter Biden leveraging his father's name for special treatment in China and Ukraine. Americans remember Biden using Air Force Two as his personal Brinks truck, bringing Hunter along to close personal deals on taxpayer fuel and resources. What some may not know is that the Biden Center operates out of the University of Pennsylvania. 
Some may say that this is merely a coincidence. After all, the University of Pennsylvania is a prestigious school. I'm sure many people from China want their kids to get in, and maybe these donations have had something to do with that. Um, okay, now I'd never heard of this, and I'll just give you a brief... It's the Penn-Biden Center for Diplom Diplomacy and Global Engagement. Um, what's, what's their vision? Their vision, it shows Joe Biden up there, the adult pervert, devil, child molester. The Penn-Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement at the University of Pennsylvania is founded on the principle that a democratic, open, and secure, tolerant, and interconnected world benefits all Americans. Based on our nation's capital, they engage more of our fellow citizens. Uh, based in our nation's capital, the Penn-Biden Center engages more of our fellow citizens in shaping this world while ensuring the gains of global engagement are just some devil organization that has, you know, bringing us into the new world order, essentially. Uh, I'm just seeing if there's anything. I, I just wanted to have a little bit of an idea of, of what it was. And um, just basically one more cog in the new world order. And one way they can launder money. Another way that they can launder money. That's what it actually is. So... So I'll read the last sentence again to, to make for this to make sense. I'm sure many people from China want their kids to get into this. University of Pennsylvania just so happens to be also where this uh, Biden Center is. And maybe these donations have something to do with that. Here's the problem with that assumption. It turns out that Chinese donations for the Biden Center increased by nearly 400% the same year he announced his bid for the presidency. The Biden Center opened in March of 2017, about a year before Biden announced his presidential campaign in 2020. The compliant charges, the complaint charges that I guess there's a complaint against this, that in 2017, out of a total of 7.7 million in donations from China, 500,000 came from an anonymous donors, anonymous donors. After Biden launched his campaign in 2018 for president, the total jumped to 27. 0.1 million up from 7.7 .7 million with anonymous donors giving 15.8 million then in 2019 chinese donors gave 26.9 million with 6 million coming in from anonymous and that could be also from china as well so academia is a wash in chinese cash it's time for the administrators to start answering questions about it now again he's in their back pocket and you know th th there's just no doubt about it now then dave hodges came out with this report which is entitled this article will remove any doubt as to who is the true enemy sometimes it's easy to forget that i'm writing for the new generation of americans that have not been exposed to what i previously learned and published <clears throat> specifically i'm referring to the topic of concentration camps and the related topics of red dawn invasion and the menacing foreign troops on both our northern and southern borders now remember god is in control this is doomsday dave this is you know so much of it's we're gonna die and we're gonna die tomorrow and um so i i want you to understand that whenever you read anything from dave Hot now i'm not saying this isn't going to happen though either because this very well is probably most likely the plan um it's just dave tends to not commingle a lot of pointing to the lord and sometimes he does but most of the time he doesn't anyway um today we are in alt media refer to these concentration camps as fema camps um 
there was a time in this country that the mere mention of ex extermination lists like the red and blue list etc was was enough to get one accused of being a delusional conspiracy nutcase at the time i was exposing the existence of the fema camps i was also one of the alt journalist alt media journalists speaking about chinese troops inside our country like the long beach port and the designated un inland ports now he doesn't even get into the underground bases like i have that's a whole other can of worms. He doesn't really get into like places like Gatlinburg and Myrtle Beaches and, and other Myrtle Beach and other places in the United States that have a really weird preponderance of foreign Eastern Bloc young fighting age males and some women working in those a lot of times their theme parks, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, Myrtle Beach. Doesn't talk about them. And a lot of times those are right outside of UN biospheres like Gatlinburg where they can go from one to the other. I don't know if he's really mentioned that a lot. I've talked a lot about that over the years. I've talked a lot about the underground bases just here in North Carolina where I'm at. It's particularly up in the mountains. So that's a whole other conversation. Now, um, <clears throat> going back to this, as well as the Chicom troops over the southern, southern border, today the Chinese threat has expanded to at least 2,500 Chicom combat troops in British Columbia. Now, I'm not sure where he's getting that. I'm sorry, 250,000. So a quarter of a million Chicom Chinese communist combat troops in British Columbia. That seems to be ground zero for where most of the Chinese troops are staging. We've been talking about this for, at this point, at least a couple years about British Columbia. Them being a staging point to come down through Washington or in the northern states. I don't know where he's getting that number, but uh, he's probably, I mean, I think he's one of the ones that is the most up on this particular subject. We have the beginnings of the CHICOM airfields being constructed in Texas for a high-ranking CHICOM officer. We just talked about that last week. We played you the report. Now it's a mainstream, almost a mainstream news report on that. This is a re this is Red Dawn material, which is also related to American concentration camps. Hold the hold these numbers of Chicoms in the back of your mind, and I will refer to this real threat on a continual basis as it colors every fact and piece of evidence that I will be asserting this week. Yes, I have decided that it is critically important that I re-educate Americans on the topic of concentration camps or FEMA camps. Although my re-education will review the old FEMA camp documents, however, we now have the context and know the endgame goals for those who would destroy us, and I will be linking these factors throughout the rest of the series. Some may ask what qualifies me to write on this critical topic. When it comes to FEMA camps and related topics, I am one of the experts. However, in all modesty aside, I doubt there's anyone in the country other than Steve Quayle, Doug Hagman, or Alex Jones, and to some degree Jesse Ventura, who knows what I know on this topic of the coming Red Dawn invasion in the American concentration camps. This is not ego driven badge of honor, my nightmares and visions, it, it my nightmares and visions, it is the curse that accompanies my work. The context of the concentration camps may slightly alter, but the basis the basic facts remain the same. From 2010 to Jade Helm to the Jade Helm years of 2015-2016, 
I wrote extensively on the topic, but the revelations frequently lacked coherent context. I earned my reputation as a conspiracy theory nut through hard work and thousands of hours of reading government documents on these topics. In other words, the federal government documents, and this is the, I think this is the FM 39.4, were documents specifically specifying action for a future time, and we are now in the future time. Or as Steve Quayle accurately puts it, what is coming is no longer coming, it's already here. Yet, he's been saying that over and over and over again over the years. It's just, I get it, I get what he's saying, but we we haven't actually had the land invasion yet. That's why I don't like to date set. Because it's like, oh, it's going to happen this year, or whatever. I kind of did a little bit of that back in 2010, I believe it was. And I think I did it like really bad that one year. And I kind of stopped after that. I, I kind of like tried to back off that on date setting and on all that stuff. Because, listen, if it if they had their way, 1984 would have been reality in night in the year 1984. So they're a little bit behind on schedule there, okay? Because yeah, God's in control. So uh, let's go forward here. Sorry if you hear like pops. It's Fourth of July and they're they're out there uh, celebrating their uh, independence. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. That's cool. Um, I used to be really, really big into fireworks when I was young. Man, I was like absolutely obsessed with fireworks. I think I was a little bit of a pyromaniac. Yeah, it was probably not one of my stronger points. Anyway, um, uh, let's see here. Then subsequently and unfortunately, all of us are now living in the future times. In the past, I was able to tell you what was coming, mostly from original source material i.e. open source intelligence, but I cannot really explain the accompanying context in which millions of, of Americans will be rounded up and exterminated. A again, Doomsday Day and um, strikes again. So today that context demonstrably exists and I feel compelled to share that I know and I can prove to a new generation of awakened patriots. The realization of our collective fate is not the end goal of my work. It is the salvation of the soul. The only thing you should turn to in regard to what is coming is the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I couldn't agree with you more, Dave. I'm glad you said that. Uh, so then the topic of FEMA camps is in my wheelhouse. I know... It is what I know best. My academic background lends itself to eh, blah, 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 blah. And um, he goes on to talk about his academic background. Then it says, both Steve Quayle and myself believe that the profession of the alt-media journalist is nearly over. Now, I would tend to agree. But then again, I didn't think back in 2015 I had another six years. You know? I didn't think after 2010 I would have another five. I mean, I didn't think I would have made it to 2010. And here we are, again, God's in control. And um, his ways are not our ways, and his timing is not our timing. So, you know, thank God we've had more time. But when he says both Steve Quayle and myself believe that the profession, the alt-media journalist, is nearly over, I mean, it's hard to, hard to argue, you know? And that would include me, I mean, obviously. These revelations, which I'm going to impart this week, will most likely be my most salient work. However, it is likely to be my final work. What is the end goal of our collective enemies? In this case, the Biden administration. But, you know, it's really the, the new world order. You know, Biden administration, right-left paradigm, come on, they're all in the same boat. I have decided to start from the end and work my way forward. Um, the number one goal of the globalist, i.e. deep state, and their democratic-run operatives, again, the Republicans are totally in on this, Dave, come on, give me a break, I've tried to send you so many things on Trump, you won't receive any of it, you know, it doesn't matter if I send you over 100 pages exposing Trump and how wicked he is, doesn't matter, I'm wrong, and you're right, okay, Dave, you win, 
Okay. Anyway, um, he's just one of the many I've tried to reach out to that all to no effect. Um, let's see here. Uh, the number one goal of the globalist deep state Democratic Party operatives is to eliminate Christianity. Now, remember what I played at the beginning re regarding Canada. Who are they primarily targeting? Now, they're going to lump Catholics in with that. Okay, they're going to they're going to lump any. I don't care if you're. And again, we proved this in Spades. I think in a lot in the first part one and two that it doesn't matter if you're a Christian cult overt and you can't get saved in the church. That doesn't matter. If you have any kind of Christian veneer, you got to go. You're part of the enemy plan and no form of Christianity, no matter how apostate it may be, can stay. So they're saying, he's saying the number one goal is to eliminate Christianity. And you look at what's going on in Canada right now. And how could you really argue with that? Simply put, this is true because the New World Order is decidedly and demonstrably satanic. And if you are a Christian, you are the target for this reason and you are considered to be the 1930 Jews of your day. Also, if you are white and you are an American, you must be eliminated because you come from a power structure that is both filled with a threat to Satan, such as possessing the Christian and the U.S. Constitution notions of freedom, and you possess and threaten the threatening belief that will... And I, But, I, you know, listen, I would include blacks in... in Asians and any other race in there if you hold those same belief systems as pro-constitution, pro-second amendment, pro-life, Christian, you know, anti-vax. Anybody, I don't care what your skin color is, is going to be targeted if, you, if you're of that mindset. Uh, anyway, and you possess the threatening belief that the will of the governed is more sovereign than the legitimacy of the government, which has now become decidedly satanic. That was before, Dave, but anyway. If you doubt the premise, then ask yourself why the Democratic Party took God out of their party platform in the recent National Day of Prayer. Okay, but when, when Trump was in, it was just a facade, and when Bush was in, it was a facade anyway. Please, these are Satanists. These are Luciferians. It was all a joke and a facade anyway when they were in office. You know, they just, you know, it was all lie then too. Anyway, Biden did not even mention the word God one time. There is one more reason that Americans must be targeted. Our nation has 150 million gun owners with nearly 400 million guns. This is a threat to any autocratic satanic regime. Now that we know that many of you patriotic Americans are the enemy of the state, let's look at the documentation that reinforces these notions. Uh, Christianity is being systematically destroyed uh, comes to us in the form of the National Emergency Centers Act, or HR 645, which mandates the establishment of national emergency centers to be located on military installations for the purpose of providing temporary housing, medical, and humanitarian assistance to the individuals and families dislocated because of an emergency or major disaster. Um, and this legislation that states that the camps will be used to provide centralized locations to implement and coordinated preparedness, response, and recovery efforts of government, private, and not-for-profit entities and faith-based organizations. The bill also provides these camps to meet other appropriate needs, whatever that may be. This is car this carte blanche mandate many fear could mean that forced detention of American citizens under the NDAA and in the event of a widespread rioting following a national emergency or a total economic collapse. Hence, now we have the clergy response team, which will be fully activated when we go under martial law, whatever they're going to call it, run under the auspices of the DHS. Now, having a church and taking on a 501c3 
tax-exempt status, yoking up with the government, going to the government for your right to exist, having to abide by all the government mandates, doing as the government tells you to do, getting the government to create your ministry is bad enough. But becoming a FEMA clergy response team member is a whole other level of wickedness with all the garbage you got to do to do that. And I've reported on them over and over. Just key in clergy response team. I've done so many studies. And he's going to get a little bit more into it here. On December 9, 2014, I conducted an exclusive phone energy interview with Pastor Mansfield, and who was recruited to become a member of the clergy response team, which would operate under the control of NOVAD and DHS. Mansfield's revelations about his experiences are stunning and concerning at the same time. Pastor Mansfield attended several briefings in that he could barely believe his ears. He learned of the government's plan to enact martial law as well as to implement forced population relocations. Mansfield emphasized that when martial law is declared, now this is a guy that said on the FEMA clergy response team meetings. He never became one, but he went to the meetings. Okay, or maybe he did. He was recruited, but I don't think he ever joined. Mansfield emphasized that the mar when martial law is enacted, now remember, we're just one insane event from that happening. One false flag event where they blame the, you know, the white, most likely white, uh, pro-Second Amendment, anti-vaxxer Christians for everything. Okay. The, the source of all evil on the planet. Hollywood's made it abundantly clear uh, the educational systems made it abundantly clear that, you know, white people are the source of all evil on the planet. I think we can all agree on that as well. Sorry, TZ. And then uh, he said that when martial law is enacted, the enforcement would be immediate. In other words, family members will be separated from each other. And part of the training that the clergy received was how to comfort separated family members. Pastor Mansfield emphasized that the FEMA DHS drills were predicted predicated on bioterrorism meaning that maybe that'll be what it is maybe it'll be oh the delta variants exploded and now everybody's bleeding out of every orifice meaning they released ebola okay which i've heard a lot of talk about that recently and i've reported about a lot about that in the past I, you know there's a lot of cards that satan can play but satan's subject to god you know so What's going to happen in the future? I can't say 100% for sure. We can only kind of guesstimate and pray about it. And, you know, so the pastors were trying to go from, go to homes where people refused to be re relocated by the authorities. And their immediate job was to convince the reluctant to go willingly to the relocation camps. So is that like the concept of a Judas goat where the, the goat will lead, you know, Oh, this is perfect. Yeah. This is essentially what these FEMA clergy response team sold their soul to Satan a long time ago. Pastors are. A Judas goat is a trained goat used in general animal herding. The Judas goat is trained. Now, this is like Judas in the Bible that betrayed Jesus. Okay. Well, it's the same. That's why they call it Judas goat. The Judas goat is trained to associate with sheep or cattle. In this case, think sheep. Okay. The, the the sheep of the church, okay? Isn't, isn't the pastor supposed to be the shepherd over his given church? Isn't that how it's referred to in the New Testament, in the Bible? And the Bible says that the true shepherd will lay down his life for his sheep, right? Isn't that Jesus, what Jesus Christ did when, when he 
the finished work on the cross, laid down his life to save our souls. Isn't that what it was really all about? Wasn't that our greatest example? But it says the hireling, meaning it's somebody that is appearing as a pastor, as a shepherd, but he's not. He's doing it for the hire, the money. He has no true love for the sheep. And he'll abandon the sheep at, you know, moment's notice, whatever, wherever, which way the wind blows. Okay, so the Judas goat is trained to associate with sheep or cattle, leading them to a specific destination. And in, in this case, onto the um, cattle cars where you're loaded up to the go to the FEMA camp for the extermination. Okay, because that's what they are. Uh, in the stockyards, a Judas goat, will, Judas goat will lead sheep to the slaughter while its own life is spared. And see, that's what they've been promised. These female clergy were... I can't believe I never made this connection before. It just came into my head just now. Um, and this is how I get convicted by God. I, I don't have like, Scott, think about the Judas goats. It just comes into my head. I feel the, the, Jesus said that when I leave you, I will send the Comforter, capital C, the Holy Spirit. He'll, and I'm paraphrasing here, but he'll cause all the things I taught you to be brought into remembrance. That's why he says it's expedient that I must go because the, the disciples didn't want Jesus to go. Who would want Jesus to go? Talk about like the ultimate security blanket. I can't blame him. I wouldn't want him to go either. You know, be like hanging on to his leg and stuff. And please, Jesus, don't go. We don't want to, you know, I mean, you can't blame him. God bless him. But he said, it's better that I go because if I don't, I'm not, I can't, if I don't go, I can't send the comforter. The Holy Spirit that dwells inside born again Christians. And he'll cause all things that I taught you to be brought in remembrance. Okay. So, um, yeah, in the stockyards of Judas goat will lead the sheep to slaughter while its own life is spared. And that's what they've been promised. These FEMA clergy response team sell their, sold their soul to Satan a long time ago. Devils have been told, and I don't believe any of it, that if you do this for the government because you're obeying Romans 13 and you're being a good little brown shirt spy Nazi on your congregation because you love them so much, if you do this for Satan, well, guess what? You'll be spared and and um, you're doing what the Bible says anyway, and, and you don't got to worry about a thing. You and your family, and I, I would almost guarantee you a lot of them are going to be loaded right on the cards once their usefulness is used up. Maybe not all, but I, I would almost guarantee you a whole lot. And that's the concept of the Judas goat. They lead the sheep to slaughter while its own life is spared. That's what the FEMA clergy response team pastors are. Um, so... Anyway, that's the, that's the, oh man, I'm so glad I read that because that is so salient. That's so pertinent to what we're talking about here. All right. So going back to this report, um, the pastors were trained to go to the homes where people refused to be relocated by the authorities and their immediate job was to convince the reluctant, reluctant to willingly go to their deaths in the relocation camps. Ostensibly, this was done in lieu of sending in SWAT teams. Oh, well, that's that's neato. I asked uh, Pastor Mansfield if the FEMA camps were real, and he stated that much of the clergy training focused around the scenario of pastors operating within these forced relocation centers. Can you imagine being such a sorry sack of garbage that you would willingly go and find out this plan, get training, and be on board with it, ready to sell? And you're they're already told you need to take we need to know where your congregants live. We need you need to spy on them. You need to, to gather information. You're like a little Chinese spy. 
That's another thing they're supposed to do. So when the time comes, if they try to hide, we'll have a whole bunch. Because who, if you can't trust your pastor, who can you trust? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. This 501c3 C3 thing, this whole yoking up of the government, all these $40,000 plus denominations, man, it's a bad, bad deal most of the time. <laughs> bad deal. I've been warning about it for years. Here we got more confirmation. You know? Uh, okay. So, the main goal of the pastor assigned to, the fee to FEMA, assigned to a FEMA whatever, was to bring order and encourage compliance with DHS requests. Hence the emphasis on Romans 13. <laughs> of course. Of course. The pastors were forced to sign non-disclosure agreements. Yeah, because, and again, this is why you'll never know if they're one of them unless they're really, really super honest. But if they were that big of a slime bag to sign up for this, I doubt you're ever going to get the truth out of them anyway. Um. Interesting, the pastors were also told not to quote Christian scripture. Imagine that. The DHS document, which was prepared for pastors, clearly stated that scripture had to be used, had been used to oppress people in the past, and that the presenters strongly discouraged its use. Well, if you were Satan, wouldn't you say the same thing? Yeah, of course you would. Please see the following excerpt from one of the DHS training manuals. And here's straight from one of the training manuals. I think it's this SM, FM 39, page 14. During a time of crisis, and this is for the pastors. This is for the, the sold out FEMA clergy response team devils. During a time of crisis, people go through a crisis of faith. Sometime a quick mention of God in scripture may not be helpful. We all know the scripture has been used to oppress, dominate, and at the same time been used for healing and reconciliation. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't say that. Renewing the relationship with God and people. If the pastor senses it is appropriate to use scripture in prayer, it must carefully be done for the healing of the victims and not to uphold any kind of pastoral authority. No, just give them that lukewarm platitude stuff that maybe you can, you know, whatever you can think of. I'm not saying the Bible's lukewarm. I'm just saying... They would give them some little scripture to, to um, you know, or maybe even not a scripture, maybe some supposed Christian platitude that they would give them or whatever in order to get them onto the cattle cars, you know, <laughs> or get them to take the kill shot before they got on the cattle cars. Because that's what I heard they were really going to do. They were going to use the, they were going to try to bring everybody to the church, get them all, anybody that wasn't forced vaccinated, vaccinate them and then get them on the cattle cars. Some of these churches literally um, have railroads that come right along the backside of the church. The one church that I reported on had a literal railroad where the train car could stop right behind the church. A big old one, too. He was FEMA clergy response. I think that was in like, it was in the Midwest somewhere. Oklahoma, maybe. Anyway, um... In other words, all the legitimate pastoral authority was given to the government by the pastors who participated in the roundup of their American Christians. Pastor Manfield also revealed that pastors will be issued badges under the Closure Response Team program. Any pastor not displaying the badge indicates that they have been trained under these guidelines, will not be permitted into the established and designated DHS safety zones. They should be called the DHS death zones. But anyway, FEMA pastors are absolutely forbidden to publicly speak about any aspect of the program. And if you were to ask your pastor if they were FEMA 
pastor train, they will most likely not tell you. Now, if they emphatically said, no, I'm not, well, in the name of Jesus, why would you say that? Well, they probably aren't. I doubt they're going to, but if they just don't say anything or if they him haw or whatever that's a pretty good indicator they are now granted i guess it depends what kind of level of liar you're dealing with because if they're good at lying they could put on a good show as well so you know depends on the person disturbingly pastor mansfield reiterated several times that the number one job of these pastors is to calm down people and encourage their compliance within the people's new surroundings it's just like in nazi germany i'm sure that they had certain jews that were well like okay there's a great one um uh, George Soros. George Soros would go, and he, being a Jew, but he was recruited by the Nazis. But again, it was a get out of jail free card because they're like, listen, if you help us track down other Jews, we're not gonna hurt you. You're basically, you know, we'll give you a badge and you can become like one of us, and we won't kill you because you're a Jew. Just, and he said that was one of the best times of his life in that interview that I've played over and over. She's like, well, didn't that bother you? It was, it was like mainstream news report. He says, oh no, no, not not at all, not at all. No, it was basically one of the best times of his life. Because he's of his father, the devil, and, if you know, the devil likes doing stuff like that. They like selling out their own people and stuff. And that's how George Soros rolls. He's funny that way. So um, there were other Jews, I'm sure, that did the same thing, that did act like the Judas goat, that did go out there. And, and I know it was the pastors because, now granted, I understand they don't have pastors in, it would have been, I guess, the, in this case, maybe some of the Jewish rabbis. I'm speculating, I'm guesstimating, but I can't believe that wouldn't be the case to a certain extent. Somebody to placate, calm down all the other Jews to make sure they got on the cattle cars to go to Auschwitz or, you know, any of the other various and sundry thousands or hundreds of concentration camps over Germany, and there were, there were tons of them. Uh, they probably had some similar dynamic because... You know, they would rather not have to deal with a whole bunch of raging bulls. It would be better to deal with a whole bunch of sheep that compliantly do whatever you tell them to do. You know, they would rather you willingly go to your death and not put up a fight, in other words. Okay, so going further, then it says, Pastor Manfield also stated pastors will be uh, utilized as informants. Well, we already kind of told you about that. Of course, they're doing that. They're spying on their congregation right now. This violates the legal privilege of confidant. See, this is why I can't tell anybody to go any kind of church. Because I don't need good conscience want to say, yeah, go go to your local whatever church. I mean, you got the Baptist problem. You got the Bible versions problem. You got the fact that they're, they're yoked up with the government with their 501c3 status. You don't know if they're a FEMA clergy response team member. You just don't know. You know? And yeah, if God leads you and you have clear whatever, you do as the Lord leads you. But I can't. In good, I don't have a network because I've had a lot of people over the years. Where do I go? What do I do? I'm like, listen, that's the biggest question I get. And all I can tell you to do is pray and fast about it because I don't want to lead you in the, in the wrong area and have your blood on my hands. God forbid something horrible happens that I tell you to go to some church that turns out to be a disaster, you know? And I, I think we covered a lot of the pitfalls of the modern day churches today, you know? So, um, this uh, anyway, they're, yeah, they're they're utilized as informants. This violates the legal the legal privilege of confidentiality between pastor and churchgoer. That is currently recognized by law. All churchgoers can no longer trust the sanctity of personal confessions, <laughs> like the priests. I mean, come on. I mean, I understand you could you could make a personal confession to a pastor, 
as well. It doesn't have to necessarily be a priest, but anyway, and revelations made to you, pastors, priests, or rabbis. This one illegal act by DHS completely undermines the Christian Church of America. Pastor Manfield felt strongly that this was the government's way of removing Jesus from America's landscape and then set the stage for ushering in a new age religion. Yeah, sure. It is mind-boggling to fathom how so many reporters and media types deny the existence of FEMA camps under these circumstances. It also is disturbing that any pastor would agree to participate in a program in which Jesus and the Bible end up on the cutting room floor. Yeah, pretty much. There's also something else that may end up on the cutting room floor. And then he quotes Revelation 24. And I saw the thrones and they that sat upon them and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which had not worshiped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. I believe this question is answered in the following scripture, um, meaning about beheading. Now, this is an interesting point he brings up here. I hadn't really ever, I kind of brought this up before, but it does make sense what he's saying here. So he says, um, I believe that this question is answered in the following scripture, meaning the scripture we just said, not, not of the Christian faith, but of the Muslim one. This is what their unholy book, the Quran, commands them to do. Quran 8.12 says, Quote, I will cast terror in the hearts of those that disbelieve, therefore strike off their heads and strike off every fingertip of them. That's the wonderful Muslim Quran. The, you know, Allah, the, the, the what do they call him? The God of peace or whatever. Yeah, right. Peaceful Allah. The religion of peace, I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Um, so now let's look at some of the quotes of the Islamic Quran, the equivalent of the Muslim's Bible. And I, I put these quotes in there. Uh, Surah 33.6. Allah has cursed the unbelievers and proposed them for a blazing hell. Surah 41.14. Unbelievers are enemies of Allah and they will roast in hell. Uh, then Surah 9.123. Fight unbelievers who are near you. Another translation reads, believers, make war on infidels. Now, an, in, an infidel is just a non-believer in Islam. So any Muslim here that's actually being fundamental to their faith, you are their avowed enemy. They may not act like it's your face now, but a lot of them are just getting, are, have been waiting for decades to be greenlighted so they can strike off any infidel's head. Okay, that's what they've been waiting to do. That's why they've let the sleeper cells come into America. And I've been reporting on that for decades at this point. Because I say two decades because I had my newsletter uh, going back, I believe uh, that's been, if you count my newsletter, probably a little over 20 years. Uh, the the actual ministry started, I started recording for that probably in 2005, but I, I didn't actually get up on sermon audio, I believe until 2006, around there. Anyway, um, uh, another believe, another source reads, ye who believe murder those of the disbelievers meaning disbelievers of Islam. I think we have learned who some of the concentration guards will be and what their primary duty will be, meaning Muslims, which would make sense, okay? Is this the justification for ISIS and the cartels under the control of the Chicoms to be performing these heinous acts against Christians? I never had really thought about it like that before, but he does bring up a pretty good point. 
I have to admit. It is clear from the Bible and the Quran that both Christianity and Islam foretells a time when the non-believing Christian infidels will be beheaded by radical Muslims, Muslim extremists, at least in part. It is also clear that this prophecy may be fulfilled in our time. Will these acts be carried out on American soil and against American Christians? The following does not specifically speak to the intended persecution of Christians, but the playing field to do such a thing has been clearly established. FM 39.4, one of these documents that we're talking about, provides the means to carry out such heinous acts. And it says, we have precedent... Uh... Anyway, it says we, we have precedent for the beheading of Christians by radical Muslim forces. We have religious doctrine calling for the beheading of non-Islamic believers. And I, I guess that's not what F, FM 39.4 says, but it provides the means. And then he goes on to say, we have precedent for the beheading of Christians by radical Muslim forces. Obviously, I mean, they do that all over wherever they have power. They do that. We have religious doctrine calling for the beheading of non-Islamic believers. We now have the camps where these acts could be perpetuated against American Christians, and we have pastors hired to calm down the people, but they cannot mention Jesus or the Bible. We should be connecting all the dots. I... Pretty heavy duty what he's saying, and I really can't... I mean, if you, if you were going to recruit somebody to do that, wouldn't you want to recruit the most enthusiastic devil you could re recruit if you were Satan? And who are the most enthusiastic devils on the planet that would just more than more than love to actually behead Christians all day long with no conscience? The more blood spilled, the better. Well, obviously, be Muslim. These Muslim extremists that want to do this, that believe they're going to get a better place in paradise and get their 72 virgins and uh, white-skinned boys. That's part of the deal. So they can rape them too, the white-skinned boys. Gotta, they always leave that one out, you know. They're going to get a better deal, man. The more, the more blood they spill, the more Christians' blood they spill. It's a good point. Then it ends by saying, I received this email from a nurse on January 26, 2016, and it says... Hi, Dave. I couldn't believe it, but I verified with our hospital billing department that the billing code for death by guillotine is ICD9-E978, and I've reported on that in the past. Yes, there is a billing code for death by guillotine, and it just was brought, oh, it was, I think, in like the last five, ten years or something. The code could be, would be used for jails, billing the feds for services rendered. So, of course, they find a way to make money off it. Next report. Warning issued of Pearl Harbor type, type attack on America. On Wednesday, Japan's number two defense official said China and Russia are showing increased signs of military cooperation and their activities in the Pacific and the Pacific could show signs that they plan to launch a Pearl Harbor sty style attack on the U.S. Similar to how Japan did on December 7, 1941, propelling the U.S. into World War II. Well, if it does happen, it'll all be at, it, it'll all be coordinated with Biden because he's in their back pocket. He's in the back pocket of the Chinese. And if China and Russia get together, which it sounds like they are, in order to coordinate the attack, our own government will be on board with not all of our government, but Biden and the Democrats and all the other things. Now, you know, Jesus said there's going to be war. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars, but see that you be not you know, distressed or whatever. So I'm not saying this is going to happen next week. Um, 
God's in control, but it, it may, it could happen next week. There's so many things that could go sideways. So many of these things we have been reporting on different scenarios over, I don't know, the last 15 years. Um, one thing's for sure, we're closer to this than we've ever been, just because we're further down the timeline. Uh, but I, I'm not going to sit here and be dogmatic and say, well, it's going to whatever. But I'll, I'll tell you what, there is a lot of handwriting on the wall. Here's another one. As Americans party, our enemies on the other side of the globe are preparing for military confrontation. July 4 celebrations across the nation are likely to be quite boisterous this year. Well, I don't know if you heard the fireworks going out. They were doing that last night, too. So they were really going crazy. Um, but China, in China, the mood is quite different. The same thing is true of Russia. In both cases, politicians are talking tough about the United States, and in both cases, the military is being prepared for a potential future conflict. Right now, our relations with China are the worst that they've ever been in decades. I don't even really understand that. We're doing every possible thing we could possibly do to appease them. Biden's in their back pocket. But again, they want to give the facade, probably, that that is the case, so that then they'll have the excuse for war. I don't know. Who knows? But... um. Right now, our relations with China are the worst they've ever been, but our relations with Russia have also never been this bad in our entire history, but the vast majority of Americans are completely and utterly clueless about all of this because most Americans couldn't care less about what happens on the other side of the globe. Now, again, I'm telling you this, all you this today about China, about Russia, about Biden, because we've been warning about this scenario for way over a decade, and I, as a watchman, am to warn um, my listeners so that they have a heads up so that if they feel so led to pray to fast to educate others to prepare that's why i'm doing it i'm not trying to be johnny Raincloud. i'm not trying to you know put out a whole bunch of stuff to make you afraid like i said god is in control and and focus on the positive bible verses if you feel overwhelmed psalms is a really good place to plant yourself for a while uh I like to quote the Bible verses about spiritual warfare, you know, and, and um, I would take it on that way. Okay. So anyway, for examples of China and Russia's rhetoric that I don't really have time to get into, I give you a big link you can go to here because they've been saying a lot of really incendiary things, both of them, China, Russia, regarding America lately. We, we couldn't appear weaker. I mean, with Biden at the helm and China owns Biden anyway. So, you know. Then China warns U.S. to sever all military ties with Taiwan or face war. <laughs> okay, so this just happened. You didn't see this on the nightly news. On Wednesday, a spokesperson for China's defense ministry issued a warning to Washington over its increasing military contacts with Taiwan. Mr. Ren said that China firmly believes in reunifying the island nation, Taiwan, and is opposed to any foreign intervention. Well, Taiwan doesn't want that, but... China firmly believes it's the best thing for them. It's like Satan saying, this is the best thing for you. We're going we're gonna to take back control of you, Taiwan. And I've been warning about Taiwan for a long, long time. China's invasion of Taiwan. We've been talking about this a lot. In a statement, he demanded the U.S. to sever all military ties with Taiwan. He said the complete reunification of China is a historical necessity and the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation is an unstoppable trend. These are all quotes. Taiwan's independence is a dead-end road, meaning they, they're never going to have independence. And 
seeking it means war. Meaning they're saying to the United States, if you seek to um, help Taiwan and their independence, that means war with United States. That's how close we are to war. Mr. Wren also demanded Washington abide by its one China policy and the joint communiques. The warning follows the largest, I mean, and again, you think but we are doing everything we can do to appease China. We're, 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 we're doing all this stuff. We, all the stuff we just mentioned, all the stuff Mike Adams just mentioned. Ah, we're so in bed with them, but Satan will never, I've said this over and over, Satan will never get enough. He's never going to be satisfied. And China is one of the fullest embodiments of a satanic government the wor this world knows at this time. It's never going to be enough to appease Satan. Okay? Um, and then it says, the warning allows the largest recorded aerial incursion into Taiwan's airspace. So this happened, follows the, the largest recorded aerial incursion into Taiwan's airspace on June 15th, which saw as many as 28 war planes, planes breach Taiwan's sovereign uh, air defense identification zone. Taiwan reported the aircraft, including fighters and nuclear-capable bombers. It's, it's, I mean, this could happen this week. Then this, this broke. Chinese state media reveals the three-stage battle plan to invade Taiwan. Okay, they're coming right out in their nightly news, and they're saying, hey, guys, this is what we're going to do. This is our three-stage battle plan to take over Taiwan. It's kind of a done deal. In an article in the state-controlled publication has offered a glimpse of the terrifying three-stage pl plan uh, and it's right from China. It's not like it's whatever. Uh, this three-stage plan to pave the way for an invasion force to storm Taiwan and take the island by force. It's in, it's called Invasion of Taiwan. The Chinese magazine marked the ruling Communist Party's sanctuary um, by publishing a detailed outline of the three-stage surprise attack. And here it is. Key installations intact. It shows right where they're going to even attack. It's like... Wow, talk about warning your enemy of what you're going to do to him. Uh, it says, Stage 1, DF-16, short-range ballistic missile attacks will pulverize airports, early radar warning, and anti-air missile bases and command centers across the island. Why isn't this front-page news everywhere? Why is this not being reported? Well, because, like Mike Adams said, all the news media outlets are totally owned and controlled by China and the Zionists synagogue of satan yeah so it shows right on the island where they're going to attack tag Sewell na naval base early warning radar is where they're going to attack uh, taiwan taiwan international airport this is where they're going to attack and probably other and stage two cruise missile strikes yg-91 and cg-10 cruise missiles would be unleashed from the land warships and submarines striking military bases ammunition depots communications infrastructure and key road junctures shows where they're going to do that and then stage three, warship bombardment, remaining obstacles destroyed to pave the way for amphibious beach landings. And this comes as President Xi Jinping yesterday pledged a complete reunification within Taiwan as he delivered a speech to mark the 100 years of the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> and again, they're warning the U.S. stay out of it, don't help them, or this is war. And Biden's probably going to stand down. I mean, I would imagine he's going to have the military stand down. So I'm not saying this is what gets us into World War III. Now, if this is how they scripted it to get us into World War III, well, then maybe that will be the case. Okay? I don't know. 
But yeah, I give you the link to that. Chinese state media reveals three-stage battle plan to invade Taiwan. It's right there. Okay. And then this kind of puts a bow tie on everything. This last little report, it's only a little over four minutes. The final moves of the New World Order. Every aspect of the cultural warfare has and is being waged on American civil liberties. One communist on the faculty of one university is one communist too many. Even if they're only one. It's Joseph McCarthy. Communist in the State Department, that would still be one communist too many. Dr. Henry Kissinger sits in on the talks that are animated, constructive, and frank. At the summit, face-to-face, -face, two leaders who direct the destiny of one out of three persons on the earth. The gate to friendly contact, says Joe and Lai, has finally been opened. Former CIA director John Brennan also revealing he was once a communist sympathizer during the Cold War. For I'm pretty sure he's a Muslim now, isn't he? out loud. Are you kidding me? I saw an article from 2003 where Comey was bragging that, yeah, I was a communist until I became whatever I am now. I'd never heard that. Comey the communist. How about it? Who knew that? Uh, it's amazing. Folks, we've got communists and globalists breathing down the neck of the United States. China threatened war against us in a huge speech today. Yep. yep. Uh, let me let me just back this up here um and this is this devil the, this maggot devil uh, leader there so it says anyone who attempts to bully china will face broken heads and bloodshed in front of the great wall of the 1.4 billion chinese people uh so there he's talking directly to america and it's probably in regard to taiwan okay now again have you heard any of this on even alternative media there's not many people talking about this technology has developed in such a manner. Not only with the destruction of Kissinger, I'm a slime bag and I crawled out from the gnome from the rock over there. I love to eat children and drink their blood. And I am a scum, I'm a vermin, and I love it. Sorry, a little impression there. Activeness of weapons, but with the artificial intelligence to unleash the full capabilities <laughs> of either side on the other. Let's set it some basis for some cooperative action. John Brennan is a Muslim. I, I've, I've recovered that before. It's just incomprehensible to me that he's a muslim but yeah so anyway um let me let me let me just back this up here here okay intelligence to unleash the full capabilities of either side on the other let's set it some basis unless there's some basis for some cooperative action for some cooperative action the world will slide into a catastrophe comparable to world war one with the technology it's even more difficult to control. Well, that's what they're planning on with World War Three. The analogy of the the flame of liberty, you know, the the people half the people going to it, or I don't know whatever the numbers are. The communists going towards the light of liberty, the torch. They're going to extinguish it. Yeah, exactly. They want to put it out. We're about to be under total communist takeover, re-education. That's their plan. They don't want to just take the U.S. over. They want to butcher it. 
chop it in pieces for maybe 80, 90 years like the Russians. I mean, they want to break our spirit. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective. This is George, uh, this is Bush Sr., okay? Uh, so this is where he's talking about the New World Order. A new world order can emerge. A new world order. A world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. A world in which there is the very real prospect of a new world order. Defense Secretary Dick Cheney has approved a revised draft of a policy document on the new world order. This would be the time because you really need... That's George Soros. ...bring China into the creation of a new uh, 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 world order. You know, I don't like to think in terms of opportunities at this point. I would put it, at least in my area, more in terms of the biggest challenge that we faced. And we were... So this is... Okay, let me just tell you who this is. This guy from... Uh, Yale, so he's probably a skull and bones. Or uh, let me see here. Thomas Graham, managing director of the Kissinger Associates, so he's a good buddy with Kissinger. Jackson Institute for Global Affairs senior fellow. He's he's a fine fellow, if you ask me. The biggest challenge that we faced, and we were in the midst of one of the historic global transformations uh, that is going to uh, eventually lead to a, a new world order. The affirmative. So you've got the biggest slime bags on the planet throughout the last 20, 30 years openly talking about bringing us into a new order. No matter if they're Democrat or Republican, they're all on the same stinking team at the end of the day. We have now is, uh, is to actually um, uh, create uh, uh, a new world order. This and that was Biden, obviously. This intelligence is tough to swallow because they, they haven't really seen it play out like we have in InfoWars for the last decade. The juxtaposition of this with, uh, say, Hunter Biden is... There's a pervert himself, good old uh, the slime bag uh, Roger Stone. Ordinary. Hunter why, don't Biden. You go, why don't you go march in one of those uh, trainee swinger parades that you're so famous for marching in half naked come on roger come on i mean there's all kind of pictures of this deviant devil and still has a 200 million dollar stake in a uh, investment fund in which his partner is the chinese communist party we need to really understand this could be the last july 4th ever in this country in fact you could say last year was we really are a conquered nation if we're not honest with ourselves about how much trouble we're in we have no hope. So I'm just asking listeners to realize that this is the moment of truth. Either people realize this is a globalist takeover at every level and reject it, or we just acclimate ourselves and submit to it, and it's over. Never. I'll never submit to it in the name of Jesus Christ. Um, anyway, so let's go to the next one. I'm trying to fit as much as I can into this study. Uh, caught on camera, huge wave of illegals invade the Texas border. Some children entering the country look nothing like their guardians. They're like white, like white boys with blonde hair and blue eyes coming in with Mexican women. How does that happen? And honestly, and I hate to say this, but these children that are coming in are being used as sex slavery. They're being used for human sacrifice. They're being used for um, every kind of occult ritual where that requires children that that they're being killed. They're and, they, and and they're being, um, you know, every every horrible thing you could possibly think being done to them prior to their death, and a lot of them are also probably going to these adrenochrome harvesting centers, where they will be the life will be bled out of them for many many years, and then they'll be put in one of those those most dangerous games where they hunt them down at the end when their their adrenochrome goes to that you know F grade when it's not good enough anymore. Uh, I I, re I re 
um, reported on this at length in a recent study, just key in adrenochrome, and you can hear that. I mean, this is what is being, I really believe, where most of them are, are ending up. And it's horrific. And it needs, in the name of Jesus Christ, to stop. Uh, human trafficking in broad daylight with our government's approval. And this was, uh, they were kind of, of course, it's not like they're Johnny in the spot. This is going on every single day. They were down there before to the same place to the same Catholic charities. And it was horrible. I don't know, however many months they went. And then now they're doing it again. And it's just even worse now. There's even more coming in now. So as soon as InfoWars founder Alex Jones and the crew arrived in Texas southern border, they spotted a large group of illegal immigrants being smuggled in America. It's just, it's, I think it's 24-7. It's like just bus after bus after bus coming in. So let's go ahead and play this. We've been here 30 minutes. We're going to upload these in chunks, raw, to band on video. And many of these people have disappeared out of their countries. Many of these people are I mean, they're just coming like they're just waves of them waves and waves like this little boy right here barefoot and, and they're just disappearing there's this little kid yeah i mean it's like white little white boys and some are some are hispanic but every once in a while you see like a white boy like with an hispanic and i'm like what how did that happen that's a blonde haired blue eyes these, these aren't these aren't these women aren't their mothers most of the time anyway they're they're basically paid um, mules to usher the kids along to give the facade the appearance of being their mother now maybe they'll be sold into sex slavery too i don't know but it's just a facade is what it is a boy with a hispanic and it says humanitarian respite center uh respite respite whatever like they're gonna go in there and rest in, in a humanitarian way no it's basically um, and I think it's this Catholic Charities is basically, you know, where they'll, they'll probably disappear into and never be seen again. Lady and a baby. There are more folks in the assembly line right here. But I'm glad they're all dutifully wearing their masks. And the only reason that would be is just so you can't identify them nearly as readily. You know, where they've, you know, Texas being one of the better states where they've lifted the mandates and all this other stuff. Yet... All these people being smuggled, all wearing their masks, and even the, I think even the kids. If that's be loaded on an airplane or yeah. a private charter, and then they're put on these buses, and this just continues around the clock, totally illegal. You realize that, right? You realize you're violating state law. You realize so there, there's a guy in a taxi, because they're using some local taxi services to ferry these kids to only God knows where, and they're trying to say you're violating federal law you don't have the kids secured in a proper way what are you doing violating state law right here we need to call the police on this guy there's just bus there's another bus there's another bus there's another bus yep there's more it's just everywhere it's a total invasion yep it's all run by the u.n and they're showing all all the the mothers the supposed mothers with the kids getting off the buses look there's another van full of people right there going to the alley yep Never another ending. van. I mean, look at this. Um, these are insane. Our, our, our world and, and this government in America is so lawless. It is so insane what is going on now. And this is just, you know, normal everyday life now. Everybody, most people just turn their head the other way. No, no big deal. I'm not talking about my listeners. I'm just saying people in general that see this going on and just, you know, the apathy where the Bible where it talks about the, that the love of many is will wax cold. I, I see it. You know, this is evidence of that. The people just don't care, you know, um, about like absolute total potential atrocities going on right under the nose. No big deal. 
They're prison buses too. See how there's like a secure windows and secure doors. Yeah, these buses are prison buses that they're using. Secure windows, secure doors, probably so that you know, I mean, to keep people in line. To um, you know, there's a lot of reasons they they would want to use those. The mask has nothing to do with COVID. It's to cover up the criminal activity. It's the sign of the criminal takeover. It, it's just like the Bane and Batman or something. We saw children that clearly weren't with their parents. You're going to go to hell for this. God, this is so freaking evil, man. It's evil. It is evil. One of the most evil things I've ever seen. So we were down here in April, and we had an incident here in the street where the Catholic Charities was stuffing kids two, three, four years old into the hatch area. He's trying to talk to this cop. Of vehicles. And McAllen PD responded, and they took the kids out, and they put them back inside the Catholic Charity. But as we came down here today, there's taxi cabs pulling up, and they're doing the exact same thing still. They're transporting these little two, three, and four-year-olds without car seats. Now, that's a violation of the traffic code. Why is McAllen PD not stopping that? Because, uh, where are the, where are the taxi cabs? well, they just left. So, but I mean, if you wait here five, ten, where, where are the taxi cabs? Little taxi cabs. He missed. It's non. Cops really doing his job. Doing a yeoman's job, I'll tell you. That they're bringing them. Nothing gets by this guy, I'll tell you. Building, and then they're putting them in these cabs to take them to the airport, and none of them have child seats in them. None of them have child seats, and the kids are two, three, and four years old. Forget about the fact about the politics of you know the illegals and everything, but the fact that this is this is a safety. They're disrespecting the, the children's safety. But yeah. what about this? I also saw children uh, barefooted that looked like they weren't with their parents alone. Is anybody checking for children unaccompanied with, uh, inside that facility? Who vets that these children haven't been kidnapped? Who vets that these children? We're not here for that. We're here for somebody blocking traffic. Yeah, so they're there for Alex Jones and this guy because they were supposedly blocking traffic because, see, that's what really matters. They don't care about the gigantic human smuggling, probably turning this into sex slavery and, and human sacrifice and adrenochrome harvesting going on right now. They don't care about any of that. Because they're good cops, and they're going to care about what's really important, which is blocking the traffic because they're trying to stop, you know, these improper use of these kids being taken away, and they're not in car seats and things of this nature. So they're there for this totally, you know, satanic reason, because that's what really matters in this world. I, I, I did try to stop them putting kids in the cars yelling. without car why are you yelling at well, okay, me? Because they didn't not. have car seats. We're asking a okay, question. Okay. Whenever there's no car seats, give us a call. We'll take proper action. Okay. All right, right, fair enough. Okay, sure. We're not mad at you. We'll take proper action. Come on. You're not going to do a stinking thing about nothing. This is they, they screamed about it when they went down there two or three months ago. They're still doing it. Nothing's been done. These guys are just, they're, they're just devils. You know, cops like this, you know, I've got no use for them. But we're not, we don't, we're just been walking Sir, back and forth. A taxi driver call said they were blocking his... That was us. And I didn't no, block. we were filming. We didn't block. Okay. We well, I didn't block the taxi cab driver who was committing the felony or whatever it is by not even having car seats in there, not securing these kids properly. He's doing the illegal act, but yet he's going to call the cops on Alex and this other guy.
doing that. So obviously, it, it's really frustrating for us because we were here April, May, and we saw little children. We had it on tape. It's been uh, uploaded to the internet where they were stuffing two, three, four-year-old kids into the hatch area of vehicles. Today, we're not here more than 15, 20 uh, minutes. Nothing's changed. Taxi cabs are pulling up. They're taking the illegals out of Catholic charities, and again with children, putting them, piling them into the taxi cab with no car seats. So we saw McAllen PD drive by. We said Catholic Church still killing and defiling the kids just like they've been for the last ever since their their inception. It's what they do best, man. What's going on? And they're like, we're here for you guys blocking traffic. And so I got a little bit upset with the officer. And he's like, why are you yelling? I'm like, well, you're accusing us of blocking traffic, but you're letting car after car after car filled with undocumented migrant children without car seats drive off from this Catholic charity and drive to the airport. It's just unbelievable what's happening and here. And what's really bad is there's all this new armed security with people in cages. That's illegal transport. This is a no man's land. It's all illegal. It's super dangerous. It just reeks of third world slavery, white slavery, whatever you want to call it. I mean, this is bad. And it's gotten much worse since we were here last time, unfortunately. The speed at which the buses are coming in, uh, the speed, the numbers of people on the buses, everything has only increased. It is not slowing down. So we saw three buses, two vans in 20 minutes. All of them were filled. All of them were unloaded here at the Catholic Charities. So when you do the numbers... This is one little place that this is going on. You can multiply that times who knows how many. Like in Texas and in other border states. I mean, I can't even imagine on that and we know the buses run from eight seven eight o'clock in the morning till 10 11 o'clock at night we are looking at thousands of illegals per day being processed through this catholic charities all illegal every single day in one small town of mcallen texas okay so then if you want to go further there i mean and i don't have time to play this but uh, this was just posted four days ago. Raw video reporters confront massive human smuggling. And I think it's more the expanded version of this video. It's, it's 47, almost 48 minutes. And then another one they put out, exclusive video reporters discover secret migling, migrant smuggling center. That was just posted two days ago. I really want to look at that. So, I mean, it's just absolute total satanic insanity pretty much everywhere you look here. Uh, all, you know, under the auspices of the government. And... Uh, all right, so I am out of time, and I'm going to go to the fourth part. i got enough energy to get through this fourth part here, I think. And that will be the fourth and final part, and God bless you, and we will see you there.